What's good, guys? Welcome back to another episode of In the Zone. I am Anthony Pinello, joined as always, Chris Martelli, Giancarlo Alino. Boise's a few days away, kicking it off with a little bit of wrestling. We got the Royal Rumble. For some reason, it's on a fucking Saturday, so I guess we're rolling with that now. So, Alino, I'm going to kick this off to you right away. Let's run through this show. Alrighty. Uh, well, the first match, we've uh, been excited about this one for a while. Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, the big dream match there that everyone probably thought would be better for WrestleMania, but getting it at the Rumble. Uh, Brock's a champ, but there's uh, some other interesting matches coming up. Do you think uh, it's time that he loses it, make it a quick run, and Bobby takes over? Start it off. Um, I'll say, uh, I'll say he, he, he does take it, I'll say, Bobby. Because I, I think in the first place, they didn't want Brock to win the title. I think that was a, an emergency thing based off of Roman's COVID situation. I think, uh, Ali, you know, we talked about it. I think it was last week. Uh, the rumor was that Seth was supposed to win that match and uh, go on to face. I think it was Big E at WrestleMania for the WWE title. I think that was the initial rumor. But uh, I'll say uh, Bobby wins it here because I think Roman will cost – Either Roman or Paul Heyman will cost Brock Lesnar in this match. I do think that this this beautiful cowboy looking WWE champion. I mean, he's still going to rock that character, but just him with this belt. I think it's a very short lived, um, very short lived thing here. I don't see it lasting. I think uh, I think Brock Lesnar is going to he's going to drop the title here, and I think he's going to go on and potentially win the Rumble later on in the night. So I'm going to say Lashley gets his. Uh, He's gonna get the title back because uh, he damn de- he, he also deserves it too, man. Hell of a year by Bobby. He does deserve it. They've been waiting for this match for I don't know how fucking long now. Bobby Who versus Brock Lesnar. It's finally his time. But you know what? He's not gonna fucking win it. Very uh, unpopular opinion, but I think Brock's gonna retain the title. And as we get into the other matches, I'll probably explain better why. So uh, I got Brock Lesnar retaining. <laughs> Yeah, I got uh, I got Bobby taking it because I think uh, the Usos are going to cost Lesnar and uh, say that they were doing it for Roman, and then it's going to piss off Brock, piss off Roman a little bit, and later on in the night we'll probably see that feud pick up. But I'm going to go Brock losing it because uh, I looked at the WWE schedule. They got the Saudi Arabia show for Elimination Chamber, and uh, they pay out the big bucks, so I think Bork going there for uh, Saudi Arabia payday and he's going to win the chamber to uh, challenge for the other title so I'm going to get Brock there but uh, on to the other match here uh, Dewdrop's winning the title over Becky right? Oh, easy, slight work <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, nah, no way uh, I don't see Becky losing this till Mania to a baby face that's going to win the Rumble don't know who it is but it will be a baby face that's going to win the Royal Rumble It's uh. It's good for Piper Nevin, though, because on the low, like, she's one of the younger people on the roster. And when they first signed her, she was one of the people that said, let's get a chance and let's give her a chance. And this is going to help carry her into the future. I'm surprised they actually gave her a fucking match against Becky at the Rumble. So for her, that's pretty high profile. But, uh, I, yeah, I don't think anyone expects her to take it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, that match, hopefully, is not 25 minutes, but... 
Uh, here's another one that uh, they just threw together after day one, and I don't know. It's kind of going uh, a little stale. This whole build, uh, Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. Not too crazy about it, but we're here. So, uh, who do you guys have winning this match? Take it, buddy. I got uh, I got Miz and Maurice winning this at the Rumble. I don't see this uh, ending. Right now, I don't. I think Miz and Edge are gonna have a. I mean, come on, let's be honest here. I think the pay, I want to see the payday be Edge versus Miz one on one. I don't want to see this mixed tag nonsense. I think, I think this is just gonna be a one off. I think either the Miz or Maurice. I think they're gonna somehow get the pin by distraction or something. I don't. I don't really see this being a big big thing at this pay per view. I, but I do think there is gonna be a payoff where we do see. Edge versus The Miz, never really been done before, one-on-one at a pay-per-view. I think we're going to get that either at the Chamber in some capacity, maybe no disqualification, or at WrestleMania because, I mean, that is that is money. At Miz and Edge is money. I love how he finds himself in this situation again. I don't know when it was when he did fucking him and Maurice versus Bree and Brian. That shit was hilarious. Like, it, that was like... um because they were doing serious work and then the mixed tag stuff came in and we're like, okay, they're going to take some time off. So <laughs> that's what I see in this right now. It's going to be a fun match. It could go either way. I could see Maurice costing them the match. Beth just absolutely fucking killing her in the end. And then the Miz going on to complaining, saying you didn't actually beat me. So that can maybe set up the, the one-on-one match down the line between Edge and the Miz. Oh man. I like it. I could see that happening. Miz, uh, doing that blaming her uh do you see that i guess this will probably be in between rumble matches if this is before the women's one do you see both maurice and beth like continuing this in the rumble yeah they have to beth i think beth has to be in the rumble there's uh there's there's a lot of veteran type of women that don't bring that danger type of factor and, and beth i think is one of the rare women to ever step foot in WWE to just be that, you know, that, that freak that she's, she's just, she's bigger than everybody. She's for goodness sake. She's eliminated fricking the great Kali in a Royal rumble. I mean, if, if, if Beth Phoenix is going to come back, do these appearances and, you know, Mickey James is rumored and, and Trish Stratus is rumored and Lita is obviously, I think confirmed now. And like, yeah, I think Beth Phoenix has to be in this match. When you look even at the booking aspect of it, I, I think she's going to be in it. I want to say yes to both of them, but how many women are already confirmed? <laughs> There's like a handful of spots left. But um, yeah, for sure. I could see the second you brought it up, because I didn't even think of it. I just pictured Maurice like like before her entry, like just pulling Beth out of the ring illegally and eliminating her and then running away. You could see some shady shit like that, which would be so funny. But yeah, to Chris's point, like I'm always down to see Beth Phoenix in the Royal Rumble. He's fucking special, and I don't think Maurice is. Uh, I don't. I don't think Maurice has been in one, unless I just flat out don't remember it. So, let's give them both their shot. Yeah, speaking of that, uh, women's alumni Royal Rumble match. Since they released most of the roster, and it was all women, so they got to fill it up. And they're like, you know what? We released too many, so they got called uh, probably a lot of them back. And we're gonna see some returns. Still, some are not confirmed yet. A lot of rumors going out, but. Uh, who do you guys want to see be a surprise entrant that's not already, I guess, confirmed? And who do you got winning this match? 
take, take her it, away. buddy. Okay. All right. For the. You no, know, you got it. Fuck it. I'll. <laughs> <laughs> for the women's rumble, I'll say Paige is the one that I really want to see. I want to see Paige come back. There's been rumors that she's been clearing, uh, you know, she's been cleared by doctors, maybe not WWE officials, but I know she's been cleared by, uh, by doctors. And uh, apparently she's in great shape again. She's in, she's, let's be honest, she's always been in great physical form. Let's, let's just keep it real here. But um, I, I would love to see Paige come back. It's been what, like seven, eight, no, not that long, like five, six years, I think, where last time I remember her, being a part of WWE, she was a SmackDown GM and she did a great job there. So I would like to see Paige come back. That's an old face. Um, and uh, yeah, that would just, she's like one of the only ones here that isn't featured and has been a prominent face the last like 10 years. So I'll say Paige. Um, you know what? Who I really want to see, because I actually don't know if she's going to be in it or not, is Io Shirai. Because for some reason, when they were doing this NXT rebuild, they kind of just forgot about her and left her down there. And I think now is the time more than ever that she should come up into that match and fucking dominate. I don't think she's going to win, but like, I want to see her specifically do some damage. So uh, give me some Io Shirai. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, oh. It's another interesting one there. I was just say, Alino, in terms of winning though, uh, that's a completely different, uh, Completely different scenario. I, I only see like three people winning here, and it's pretty, pretty lame, the pick I'm going to give you. Alexa Bliss said it last year. She was, you know, when she was she had that character and The Fiend was going off, I thought last year was going to be the year where, again, like we mentioned, she was going to come out with that character and just like absolutely kill everybody at like entry number 30. That, that, that clearly did not happen last year. So... I do think, you know, she's been off quite a bit. I don't know if it's injuries. I remember I think she said it was just personal stuff. I don't know. But I would love to see Alexa Bliss come back, maybe be her old self, like 2017, 18 self, just a badass champion that she always was, come back, win the Royal Rumble, and, you know, reignite that feud and, and maybe go after Becky as, like, that tweener top, like, not, not top face, but, like, that badass that goes after Becky. Uh, come WrestleMania, I would love to see that. Yeah, what are that? Uh, another one there, Alexa Bliss. Wasn't thinking of that. I totally forgot about her. <laughs> that she was even in it. Would it be weird though to have her come out though, like <laughs> in a character, just like assuming like nothing happened? She just come out and there's sparkles everywhere, and she does her thing, and people are like, "Oh, okay, she's back." Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. They're booking, yeah. <laughs> the last two weeks is like I don't even know what to make of it. Like, it's kind of like those vignettes, but like when Chris brought that name up, I'm like, you know what? Last year probably would have been the it. better choice, but she could come on and just set people on fire again. And who knows? <laughs> what are the chances that uh, Bianca repeats? Oh my god, man! That see, that was going to be the other option, and I don't want I think that that's, to happen. Uh, it's one of the three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Another one that I, that I kind of like thought would happen, but like, it's too good to be true is Bailey coming back and winning it. I just, I that that cause she hasn't wrestled in a while and she's a name that always gets kind of put under the rug cause she hasn't really been doing much, but I would love to see Bailey come back and just prove again, right, right where she left off. She's at the top of her game and 
she's going to go after that title again. That would be fun to see Bailey versus Charlotte. I know we've seen it before, but I would love to see that again. Yeah, Have, I think uh, with, uh, her, it's just more injuries. Like, I think uh, it was July or June where uh, she got injured. So if they said nine months, oof. it's possible, but I think they'll probably see, like, recovery-wise, maybe they'll be, like, a closer-to-WrestleMania-type return. But if it does happen, I think if she were to return, she would have to win the Rumble, I think. Has she ever had a main program with Becky? Um, no, I don't believe so. Not one-on-one that I can, re- that I can remember. I mean, I don't like, know how it would work. Yeah. Cause like she was doing some of the best heel work of her career when she got hurt. So I think something would have to give if she were to win, but that's a fucking crazy dynamic. Cause they've been connected forever, but never actually had that moment like fucking Sasha and Charlotte for the 13th time. Yeah. That's another name too, that. I haven't heard a lot of, I've heard a lot of Bianca. I have not heard a lot of Sasha. And I think that's another name that kind of creeps in here that can potentially win. And again, is that, is that the most like boring option? Yeah. I mean, Sasha Charlotte again, like that would be, it would be good, but like, fuck, like you could do that again over and over. You're not exposing any other talent. Like it's just, I know they're the best at what they do, but you got to kind of spice it up there. And, how about Rhea Ripley? Like, uh, Pinello, I know you're a big fan. Do you maybe see her getting that Bianca Belair type love? I honestly think the same arguments you make for Bianca are the same things you can make for Rhea. Like, they can go in a lot of different directions. Like, um, man, she's got the stuff with Charlotte. They, she faced her at Mania before and they're fucking in an empty crowd. So I think she would want redemption there. And um, I'm down for that. Bianca and Rhea specifically are like the only two women I realistically see winning this. I didn't think of the Bliss one, but yeah, I like the Rhea pick. But uh, overall, though, I'm, I'm going to go with the safe one and just go Bianca. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to go Alexa. That's interesting. So you say she wins back to back rumbles. All right. I do. I'm off the board with this one. Uh, I'm going to go with a surprise entrant being. Uh, like whoever comes in as a surprise, whether it's Bailey, if she's in it, I think she has to win. Or it'll be a flop. Like it'd be a waste of her turn. Uh, Trish Stratus, I think, could be an interesting one if they set something up where she ends up facing Sasha, not Charlotte at Mania, or Ronda Rousey. Haven't really heard her pop up. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, with Becky as yeah. champ, I think that would make sense. Her winning the Rumble, uh, facing Becky, main event of uh, night one. Since they're gonna need to draw two massive crowds, I think that would probably make sense too. Rhonda had her fucking. When did Rhonda get? It was in September. She had her kids. Is it something like that? It it wasn't too long ago. What a fucking warrior! Holy shit! Could you imagine she comes out at the rumble? That'll just throw everyone's plans out the fucking window. Yeah, you uh, know what? You know what, man? Yeah, like I was just gonna say, I saw that Alino. I saw that the other day. Um, that they were trying to get Ronda to come and be in the Rumble. Like, if she's in the Rumble, like, yeah, like what you said, Bianca, everybody that's involved and the creative mindset that they've they've tried to, you know, force on us with them, it's going to be out the window. Like, it's going to be all Ronda if she does come back. And that's technically not a bad thing because you look at the position that Becky's in right now, she's, 
She's like that. She's her character is kind of like this lazy, badass, cocky heel, and I love it. Like she just kind of comes out and she's like, "I'm the best. No one can beat me." Blah blah blah. Same old recycled shit. But she makes it work. And uh, you know, I think Ronda coming back. You know, she hasn't been there for a while. She was a heel on the way out. You come back. You know, everybody loves you. Everybody knows who you are. You come in. You can be a top face. You can win back that title. I mean, I don't know if she could maybe win the title, but just having that match at WrestleMania alone and the build, like you said, at maybe main eventing night one, that would that would definitely be awesome. I think I I would like to see that, but I'll still stick with Alexa Bliss just because last year disappointed me so much. I was just a freaking disaster last year. Ooh. Yeah, I think the positive too, like if you have someone like that coming back, you're you don't have to be on TV and they don't have to be in the match for too long. You can have them in at number thirty and. They don't have to wrestle till April, so you got another three months where you can ease them back into it. Like another one, I'll throw this. Out. I don't th- think she'll win, but you think Lacey Evans comes back with Ric Flair? We <laughs> <laughs> start that rivalry for a one-off with Charlotte. <laughs> oh my God, man! You have to finish that feud. <laughs> you have to, <laughs> Ric Flair. <laughs> oh man. She's got to be one or two then, because I got to see Nate come out with her and fucking strut for like five minutes. <laughs> Yo, I got, I got to, I got to bring up because you brought up Trish Stratus potentially <laughs> being in it and winning it. Do you, do you want to see her face? Because, dude, I'm not gonna lie. Like Sasha versus Trish sounds like just absolutely outstanding. But what we got from Charlotte and Trish at SummerSlam. I have to see that again, man. Like I, I would love to see Charlotte and Trish go at it one more time, or maybe you even do a triple threat because that could always happen too. But uh, that's an interesting dynamic that you 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 brought up with Trish Stratus even potentially winning. This is one of those years. I know uh, Pinello, you said you only think of two people, but I think this is one of those years where you look at all the women that are in it. I know it's like in terms of hierarchy with women, it's predictable. You have like the top four, and then the rest, but I, I do think this is the year where it's kind of more unpredictable. Whereas last three years, you had Becky, Charlotte, and Bianca kind of win in convincing fashion. So I think this is the year where we see a surprise, maybe not a surprise winner, but I don't think the clear cut number one is going to win it. I like it. Well, uh, on to Seth and Roman, which is probably main eventing here. Uh, do you see Seth winning it, or is this going to be like Roman's just going to retain here with help from the Russos again? Take it, buddy. Well, I didn't know what was going on last before I had my prediction. So I guess I tell you what I want to happen. So uh, what I originally had in mind is I want Seth to win the title, and then I wanted Roman to enter the Royal Rumble and then face Brock Lesnar. Oh, <laughs> that's to me because that's it's like the complete total fucking opposite of what everyone was expecting. But uh, yeah, since it's going on last, I really don't see Seth winning. Honestly, that's kind of what my whole thing was based around. You know what? Uh, I'll vouch for that because um, Alino. Now I know you said it could be last. It's not. I guess it's not confirmed yet. Um, I guess we'll have to wait on Saturday to see kind of what happens. But I do see that also happening too, because now that I'm thinking about it, uh, 
the universal title has always been a raw title. And I think that Fox wants the WWE title on SmackDown again. And I, I just have that, that feeling now that Brock Lesnar, it doesn't matter what title he has. I think SmackDown is, is, is his show. I think Fox eventually has the bigger say, and I think it's going to, it's going to come down to that, but like, it's very interesting to see that you could easily now see a guy like Seth Rollins, who was a raw guy, just, just easily transition to face Roman Reigns and no one's really saying anything. No one's complaining because these two have been linked for a long time. And I like you, you like you meant, like I mentioned, uh, Alino, you know, like I'm looking back at what I said earlier saying that this card doesn't look too good. I was just strictly talking about the freaking do drop Becky and the women's rumble. Cause other than that, it's looking pretty <laughs> solid now. Like, like, Okay, Seth and Roman, the last match that they had that I can remember was Money in the Bank 16. And that was a long time ago. So, like, this is, to me, this is a long time coming. I know a lot of people are just focused on, you know, what's next for Roman. Like, is this, is his run just going to continue? He's way past 500 days now. But, like, this intrigues me, man. Like, Seth Rollins in this position hasn't had, hasn't held the title in a long time. I think, you know what, the more that I think about it and the more that, you know, Pinello just kind of described it, I think that makes a little more sense. I love Bobby Lashley, but I think if there's one guy that can maybe take a title here, maybe it is Seth Rollins and he can take the universal title back to Raw, where I guess it truly, be, that's where it belonged originally. If they close the show, everything's out the window. Alino, I want to tell you where I'm coming from, though. Because, like, it's all, everyone's thinking big picture. Like, oh, it's going to eventually be Brock and Roman, right? So everyone's got that in their head. For me, I'm like, why the fuck does Brock Lesnar have to enter the Rumble and prove himself to face Roman Reigns? He's 5-2 and two against him. I just don't understand that whole dynamic. I feel like Roman would be, Roman would have to be the one to step up to Brock. You know, like, Brock, uh, he leaves for a little bit. And then Roman immediately takes Paul Heyman. And then Brock comes back and Paul Heyman within a month goes over back to Brock Lesnar. So between those two, I feel like Roman would be a little salty and he would have to be the one to challenge Brock. That's just kind of the way I see it. But uh, if, if, this, if it goes on last, then fucking my whole thing's gone. Here's the thing, too, that you bring, you bring up a good point. Now, Lino, I want you to kind of bring it up, too, because okay? I want you to talk about it a little more. Like Brock Lesnar winning the WWE title and then going out and getting Paul Heyman the night after, like that completely fucked everything up for me. Like I wasn't sure if this was like Paul Heyman turning face. I wasn't sure if this was Brock Lesnar turning heel. I wasn't sure if this is because even like you thought about the build at day one, Bobby Lashley was not a heel. He was, he was tag teaming with Big E. He was not a heel. Now, now you have Brock that's like he's this badass cowboy. You don't even know if he's a face or heel. You have Bobby Lashley. You don't know if he's a face or heel. You have Seth Rollins. You don't know if he's a face or heel. And even now Roman Reigns is getting cheered. So, like, this to me, it, there's so many options here. That's my point. Like, you, you say Roman Reigns has to challenge Brock. Like, I know, Pinello, you're going to say, like, it's not it, – there doesn't have to be a face versus heel. It doesn't have nah. to be that. But, like – I don't, I don't see Roman say, like doing that, like because the whole reign of his universal run has been, I'm the big dog, 
you have to come to me. You have to acknowledge me. I'm the man. Like, so, like, him doing that, I feel like that's just going against everything he's done and built. You know what, So, yeah, I don't know. uh, You see how fucking intense Bobby Who is and the way Brock Lesnar treats him? I think whatever Roman says, Brock's just going to laugh it off. I understand. No, sorry. I acknowledge the fact that he's at the head of the table, but that table is located in a spare cabin at in the, surrounded by fucking trees at the bottom of the Canadian mountain. Brock Lesnar will be Roman Reigns at WrestleMania one way or another. Yeah, I think the whole thing that screws up the build was that like if the chamber wasn't in Saudi Arabia, I would have said, all right, Brock, they're going to probably do that. Roman goes in and beats Brock, but because it's in Saudi Arabia, they're going to need another star to go there, and Brock makes sense because he likes making money for that farm crop some uh, land over there so that's why i think brock he's probably gonna lose and uh the usos will have something to do with and i think at the end of the night we'll see paul Heyman uh leave with roman reigns probably stay at the stage or something and probably acknowledge it that yeah he left brock lesnar and he's back with roman and that's gonna probably piss off brock and lead him back to smackdown and they can have bobby and seth and whoever wins a rumble uh go on that way but I just think it's weird, though, because I don't know if Roman has a face. Like, you think people would want to see that now, especially the way his heel run has been going? Absolutely I mean, yeah, not. yeah no, no, nah, not at all. Uh, like, if you were to see him as a face, it would have to be the freaking closest thing that he was to the shield, Roman. <laughs> like, don't say a lot. You go out there and you just beat the shit out of them, and that's it. Like, that's what he would have to be if he was a face. But, like, he's just – I said this to you, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, uh, Alino. Like, he reminds me, like, his mic work now and how smug and confident and casual he is, it kind of reminds me of a John Cena. Like, and how great he's improved in that aspect and what we've seen from this run, dude. Like, it's absolutely – like, it's nuts. I've never – I haven't seen a run like this in a very long time. And it's hard to be a, it's hard to have these mega runs, man, in a pandemic. Let me tell you. So, like, what Roman has been able to do, it's just, it's legendary. And and I, I'm so happy that he's back, healthy. He came back. Everything was just perfect. And this was, dude, this was definitely the best thing for his career. So I don't see him turning face anytime soon. And I don't want to see him feud with The Rock. <laughs> Come WrestleMania. <laughs> I don't. I hope it's. I hope we're they're fully going on with Brock and Roman because. That's been absolutely carrying WWE television. The Rock. Oh, my God. I did it for The Rock. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's funny that we talk, We didn't even talk about the Rumble match because we just said Brock or Roman. <laughs> just got into it. Well, uh, yeah, on that note then, uh, the men's Rumble. Too many faces on this poster for my liking. I think they should have kept it a little bit more of a surprise. Like the women's one, I understand. They try to build more hype, and they have Charlotte in there, who's a champion, and uh, Dana Brooke, the 24-7 champ. But the men's rumble, just the amount of people they crowded in this poster, a little disappointing. So out of this poster, do you think half of them aren't in the actual match, or would you be uh, open for this nice little change? Let me zoom in on this pick here. Um, I'll say ha- I'll s- so how many are in there? 25 you said? I'll say yeah, half of them are in it. I'll say half of them. Oh, I'll say every tag team like that's in it, you 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 subtract one. 
other than other than obviously other than Dominic and Ray, they both have to be in it. <laughs> yeah, I'd say for the most part, you'll you'll definitely you'll definitely see Buddy from Jackass in there, <laughs> jumping off a ladder. Alino, I'm gonna Alino, I'm gonna ask you this question first. Who do you have winning the Royal Rumble, Buddy? Oh man, I think it's gonna be a Raw superstar out of this one. Depending on how they're going to book this, I think Big E would uh, be a nice little story, but I think they got other plans with him. I got him facing Goldberg at Mania, so I don't think that's going <laughs> to... Hopefully, it doesn't mean Goldberg wins a title from Bobby at uh, Elimination Chamber. Who knows? But uh, if it's not Big E, uh, I'd like to see AJ win it. Oh, man. Yeah, you see, like... This is where I kind of want that to happen more than anything else. Like, even a Seth Rollins again. Like, I know he just won it two, three years ago, but, like, can you imagine? Like, <laughs> like I know it can't happen realistically unless, again, Seth and uh, Roman does not main event. Like, can you imagine, like, Seth loses and, you know, everyone's just focused on Roman and Brock and, like, oh, that's the main event. And then all of a sudden, Rollins wins the Rumble. Like, can you just imagine, like the the curveball that like that would take? That would just swerve everybody. So, I I love the AJ pick because like that to me is just that's a well deserved superstar that should finally get his rose, his moment. Like he's deserving of a WWE main event WrestleMania match for sure. So, I like the AJ pick, um, and I I also like the Seth one. I think it's very interesting. Should have Rollins come out at 30 again. Just start laughing at everyone. Sit at the announce table, shoot the shit, don't even get in the ring. Wait till it's final four. And you'll be like, yeah, okay, I'll get in now. <laughs> what, are the, what are the chances Drew McIntyre fucks up everything up? <laughs> oh, man. I think he's injured for a while, though. It's the only problem. Oh, I thought yeah, it was a week to week be a, thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, I like was going down and... the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That week to week could be five months, but I think it might be uh, closer to Mania return for him, unfortunately. Or else I think he would have been the most likely guy to win. I do like the um, I do like the big letter E pick, though. He's got some unfinished business with Bork. Obviously, like, big E to me, um, he's an upper mid-card guy. Just under that main event level, he can obviously hang with all those guys. But, like, he had a... It wasn't a cup of tea. He had the title for like three, four months. He put on some solid matches. I think if they were to give him a fucking Royal Rumble win, that is a serious statement going forward, especially this year, because you look at the guys that are champions. I would love to see Biggie win for sure. Yeah, Biggie's a name that it's, he needs more recognition at this time, especially at this stage. Like right now, like you mentioned, Alino, you, you project he's going to face Goldberg at WrestleMania, like that's huge in itself. And then you like, if he wins the Royal rumble, then that just proves that that WWE run was not like, Oh, here you go. You're going to get it because you, you know, you're a part of the new day, like here, like just get another WWE title run. Like, no, like this, they're invested in him. He's going to be a, he's going to be a big time guy. He's already been grinding for 10 years. Like he's been here. He knows what to do. Um, like you mentioned, like Big E and Brock Lesnar is another appealing, interesting turn. If they could, if they want to do Roman and Seth, and then Big E versus Brock, like 
that that could be an interesting option too down the line if maybe something happens uh, in the coming months with Brock and Roman. But that's obviously the headliner for a WrestleMania, obviously, because it's happened so many times before. This is like I mentioned to you, Alino, a couple weeks ago. I'll say it to Pinello here. I don't know how you feel about this statement that I'm going to make, but Rock, uh, sorry, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar is the stone cold and the rock of this era. Like they just keep going at it at WrestleMania. The aura behind both of them is mega. Uh, what do you think about that statement, Pags? Well, I mean, when you think, when you look at everything that's kind of transpired over the years, I think that's what they're trying to lead towards. For me, like, um, I think they were trying to do that with Cena and Randy throughout the years. It just, I, I don't know. It's hard to compare people to Rock and Austin, but yeah, like Brock and Roman. To me, though, like when I brought it up before, Brock's fucking killed Roman over the years. That's why I, I'd say no to that. If it was like back and forth, one and one, I think it'd be a little closer. But I see where you're going with that for sure. Yeah, the way they had a a lot of multi-man matches and one-on-ones and it always seemed to close out the show at Mania and have some surprising endings. So by the time this whole feud's done, like this run that Brock and Roman are on right now, probably. But uh, it's interesting, though, with this Rumble, what they're trying to do because when you have two championship matches that it seems like they're going to lead towards each other without being a champion versus champion, it actually makes it more unpredictable, which is a positive, but you never know what they could be thinking on uh, Rumble match wins here. Yeah, like, yeah, I I was going to say, that's that's said perfectly there. Like, you you talk about, it's a predicament that they probably didn't think they would get in that would turn out positive. Because, like, again, like I mentioned, Alino, like, if you told me Seth Rollins could just openly walk to SmackDown and get a universal title shot, I would have said, oh, I wish, man. And then it just happened, and it's like, oh, okay, this is happening. So now that Brock Lesnar also, another wish, oh, why doesn't Brock just go in the fatal four-way and, you know, win the WWE title? And then what happens? It comes true. So, like, th- these things that come in our heads sometimes, you know, we, we talk we joke about how creative just, like, they don't do shit, and then there's they, they just randomly throw – <laughs> like beautiful things like this where it's like yeah you know let's let's do Rollins and Reigns and Brock and Bobby finally at a not even at a mania at a rumble so this collision course that we're going to see with Roman and Brock cuz we know it's coming it's going to be it's going to be mega i don't know the end result like you said Brock's had his number for years but just the run that Roman's been on is just wow. it's 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 something else so uh, it's going to be interesting though but Man, we're in for a treat on Saturday for sure. It's Saturday. Who are the surprises you think we'll uh, see pop up in this match? Um, men's Rumble? Yeah, Men's Rumble. Damn, there's so many guys that can potentially come. I, I'm going to say the biggest, like, the, the biggest guy that I think like should come back and be in it for a little bit is John Cena. I think uh, I think if he if he were to come out like at an unpredictable time too, maybe he comes out at like entry number like nine or ten, like that would just kind of like shock the crowd. And I, I'd love to I'd love to see like you mentioned before, Chris Jericho, like that would be monstrous if he were to come in. But here's another one that like kind of 
I got to dip my, I got to dip my toes in this idea because I've seen it online and I know it's not happening, but like, let's let, like, let's, let's break the fourth wall here and let's pretend like John Moxley. I would like to see him go back there, be in the Royal rumble. Seth Rollins just brought him up recently. Why can't he just, he, I think he left on pretty decent terms. He left on his own free will. You know, I, I, I'd love to say that they put their differences aside. I'd love to see Moxley in the Rumble if he could make it. So we're going to get a uh, – we'll get Mox at 28, Jericho at 29, and Kenny Omega at 30. Boom, book oh. it. You know what, though? <laughs> I think this would – I think if this happened, it would floor all three of us and we would laugh so hard. What do you think about Braun Strowman coming back? Oh, man. <laughs> Entrance <laughs> 30 comes out and just fucks up everything. Oh, look who's back. <laughs> and wins it and faces Bobby Lashley. Those two fucking guys just beat the shit out of each other in Mania. Be down. Okay, two uh, big I gotta, of meat. I gotta ask I gotta ask this then, cause like what's the more likely option? Cause these are two guys that I'm gonna mention that like we kind of wanna see, but we don't want to see. Who has a better shot of being in the Royal Rumble? Triple H or Goldberg? Oh, oh Goldberg. Goldberg for sure. Unfortunately, Bill. <laughs> Bill Goldberg. Still mentioning his name in 2022. Holy shit. I love Goldberg, though. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be in it just because he has one match left on his deal. And I don't know if they count Royal Rumble as that as part of that, but... I think you want to save him for the one-off like squash match where he's coming out, hitting his head on the fucking door, concussing himself, and twitching <laughs> on the ramp. So I don't know. For that, I'll say no to Goldberg. But how about the Fiend? Do you think he pops up now that you mentioned Braun Strowman? Ah, oh, holy <laughs> shit! That would yeah. be the swerve of all swerves if he were to come out. You get the fiend at thirty, and then you get Bliss and her fucking, not her sparkling bullshit character, but when she was recently coming off of, and it's like nothing happened, and they both win. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so backwards, but I would love that. Last elimination, say, uh, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; I would love to see them two face to face right now. I could see Randy eliminate Riddle or vice versa. <laughs> I could see Riddle he, eliminate Orton. <laughs> I feel like if if because that's a that's not like a fucking. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a very big problem that would cause the breakup. If Riddle were to eliminate Randy, <laughs> there was if it was the other way around, it'd be like, oh well, you got to learn, kid. If Riddle did it to him, it's like, oh no, worry, I'm going to kill you the next five months. <laughs> Punt on the head. <laughs> So that'd be dope. Yo, Randy, Randy's the greatest of all time. I freaking love Randy, man. Holy shit. He's still going at an elite level. When we said in 2013, he's getting stale. Nine years <laughs> later, still in just it. A little, just a little dry spell. Wasn't leading we're, the league. Uh, he was only top 10. We're some alums or legends maybe that uh, you want to see pop up. Because usually you have like Hornswoggle or Santino and some of those guys pop up. Like I seen Xbox saying he's cleared again. They made a big thing about that. And he's going around like different events. And I don't know. He's been a name that caused some interest. Do you think they would uh, put him in for a rumble or just save him for like uh, those alumni legends, Ross? Man, I would fucking love to see Xbox. 
He's one of the very few guys that just, they seem to bring everyone back at some point. He's not one of them. <laughs> so I would love to see him come in, throw a couple of spin wheel kicks, fucking suck it to the crowd, and then someone can throw him out and get a big pop. But yeah, he's got to come out in his X-Factor theme, though. That'd be jokes. Yo, uh, Alito, I want to see Tajiri. <laughs> I want to see Tajiri with the green mist come out and just take out guys like Austin Theory. Guys like that. Uh, that would be so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> with the freaking kicks. Holy shit. You know what? Uh, RVD. Whole oh. show. Been a while. Him and Riddle. You know who I would love to see come back to? And I know you guys probably wouldn't like it, but, like, come on. Kane, just come back one more time. Do another do another rumble. <laughs> Yo, Get that honestly, pop. <laughs> dude, for Kane specifically, I feel like he'll be in the rumble match in his fucking 50s and 60s and 70s, honestly. Because he still holds that record, and he's still adding on to it. They're like, hey, fuck it, Kane. You come in, throw a choke slam, throw two people out, keep adding to it. No one's ever passing you. So I could honestly see, I could see Kane coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Tombstone's uh, Johnny Knoxville throw him over. That'll be the way to <laughs> get him. Love up. that. Yeah, that would be I'll, great. Uh, I, I want to see it though. I, I think I say it every year. I want to see HBK come out and super oh, yeah. kick the shit out of Dolph Ziggler. I'm still waiting <laughs> for that to happen. In the Rumble specifically, I think Dolph's right behind Kane too, for the record. So. uh I don't yeah, don't be surprised if fucking Dolphs and they're doing damage, but obviously doesn't win. <laughs> Every year. <laughs> and now that they're uh, the rumble though is interesting because like there's some years like they don't have to be guys that always wrestle or they're physically able to have like a twenty minute match. Like we've seen uh past ones, like I think the oh eight one Ed Mick Foley, that Roddy Piper, Jimmy Snuka, <laughs> like those guys couldn't fucking move around. Like, Piper was huge. <laughs> <laughs> How about for a nostalgia bump? This is going to be a wild one. Hulk Hogan comes out and uh, unexpectedly. Do you think that will get a big pop from the crowd there? Oh my God. Absolutely. I'm telling you right now, that would give me the biggest freaking laugh that I, that I will. Like, that would be mega. Yeah, that would be huge, man. Hulk Hogan comes out at like 27 points to everybody in the ring just to have like a Baron Corbin throw him over. <laughs> I don't know why I pictured Ric Flair coming out like two spots oh, after him. I don't know. Go at it. I want to see it. <laughs> and Hogan would just be pointing at him and Nate would just be strutting at him and everyone would be dying. Yeah, they only got to be in there two minutes. They don't got to be there like fucking 20 minutes. They're old. Like just go in there, get a quick little reaction, flex a little bit and get tossed out and back into the ringside or back there with Vince McMahon watching on the monitor. Yo, what would you guys do if Chavo Guerrero came back? Oh, we did it for Eddie. <laughs> that would be huge. <laughs> but I then mean, Alito said earlier, Jeff Hardy comes back <laughs> and fits the run. <laughs> it's all part of the plan. <laughs> oh, with his like 2008 theme song. <laughs> Everybody freaking loves him. And Holy the forbidden shit. door, he brings Matt with him. There you go. I'd also, I would also love to see the freaking Dudleys back again. It's been a couple of years already. Love to see them come back. You know what? Just to we're going over. They're, they're promoting this fucking forbidden door and everyone's saying all these names. 
it's going to end up being Heath Slater and Rhino in the Rumble. You'll see. <laughs> Heath or Matt Slater. Cardona. <laughs> Matt Cardona. Oh, yeah. Beauty. I love it, though. Yeah, there's dude. If Christian was in it last year, like, I don't see, like, I, why can't Jericho be in it? Like, I, I, I'm, I would not be surprised. Yeah, I think Jericho would be the start. Like, I don't think, like, everyone's saying MJF or CM Punk. Like, I think MJF. <laughs> I think they'll take baby steps with this one. Like, let's see how it goes. They got Mickey James, who was really employed not too long ago, but go with Jericho. Nice little step. He's been on their network doing stuff and talking about AEW before. So, I think he'd be one just to see how things go. And then they'll probably eventually work their way to Cody and Kenny Omega and all those guys. Do you think um, do you think Mickey's gonna come out with her TNA theme, her Impact theme with the women's title, or are they just gonna, will they just not acknowledge that? Oh yeah, I think that's part of the deal. Probably the only way I they'll, be, they signed. I um, I just feel like the way that they are though WWE, I do, it's just at the back of my head because I want to agree with you. They'll be like, yeah, yeah, we'll do this and this and this, and then she gets there and they're like, no, it's not happening. Why can I see that? I'll probably make it like the most like low grade title in the world. They'll probably say, "Oh yeah, it's, she has gone on to the Indies and around the world. She won a title and Impact, and oh, she gets thrown up by the twenty four seven champ." Fucking <laughs> Dana! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Yeah, man, it's gonna be exciting for real. And so uh, that's wrestling. Now uh, on to something else, which is. Uh, Getting everyone's attention, the Olympics. And uh, it's going to be rough this year. I'm not going to lie. No NHLers in there. So we're not going to see Matthews. We're not going to see McDavid, Crosby, McKinnon. Yeah. So Oof. we're going to see some other guys, but it's early morning hockey. Should be fun. Like when we're watching the Spangler Cup. But uh, they went interesting with this roster selection. I'm going to pull this up here. Oh my god. This is Team Canada. Uh we have superstar Eric Stahl leading the way. Daniel Winnick, Josh Hosang from the Marlies, Owen Power. Uh he's probably gonna lead the team in points. Gormley. Uh just a collection of names from the past here. Uh, wait, wait, Brandon Gormley? Oh yeah. That's he's oh right. my! <laughs> a lot of guys looking to get a contract here. So, which name surprises you most of this uh, roster, and who would you have liked to see on the roster? <laughs> surprises me all of them, really. Fuck. <laughs> I was gonna say Daniel Winnick. I thought he retired years ago. Good, good on I, Daniel Winnick. Holy shit! That's a name of the past. I guess because of my reaction, I'll say Gormley. I just I haven't heard that name since the year after he was drafted and they were comparing him and cam fowler the entire fucking time <laughs> so seeing that so seeing that name there i'm honestly happy for him i hope we win fucking gold <laughs> i'm i'm a, another guy that i'm surprised to hear here is freaking corbin knight like that's a name i have not heard of since nhl 11 like this is awesome low key like i love seeing these names like mark barbario <laughs> Landon Ferraro. Landon Ferraro. <laughs> like, it's a perfect blend, too, because you have like young superstar type players here, and Owen Power and McTavish can be a huge problem in the league. And Levi led the World Juniors last year. He looks solid. So, like, there are some, there are some bright spots here. Eric Stahl is definitely the captain of this team. Like, 100% I can't, captain. Um, 
<laughs> what other players would you put on this though that are like I get fuck I don't know guys that are playing in Europe who was actually like snubbed from this team because I can't you can't I think Marlowe right? would be the sentimental uh, pick like maybe Patrick yeah. Marlowe even though he's probably not playing overseas like just put him out of retirement and represent Canada one more time I think that would have been a nice story but like other than that you don't really have uh too many guys you can pick out of here Alino, you brought pickings. it up before. You brought it. You, since you're getting Patty Marlowe, you got Eric Stahl. You should have given Danny Heatley a call. Be like, hey, oh, I spots been down. wide fucking open. Would have <laughs> been down remember. for that. <laughs> Man, I don't. I feel like fin- Finland, Sweden, and Russia, it's just fucking bullshit. All of those Euro leagues over there. I guess that's what they think every year when Canada sends fucking Crosby and the rest. So. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> we'll see yeah, what this the, does. They're literally like, yeah, here's a taste of your own medicine, bitch. You're going to come in fourth. <laughs> oh, man. Fourth would be a nice uh, finish for this team. <laughs> oh, yeah. With, with with our top pairing being Owen Power and Gormley. Yeah, it's great. If this team Benching. wins gold, Josh Hosang has to be on the Leaf roster. Like, no ifs, ands, <laughs> or buts. Like, he's got to be right there. Like, you're not going to the Marlies reporting on the line with Johnny T. Dude, I'm Fuck not going to lie to you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm surprised that this guy has not been a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs this season, the way that Richie has played. I'm surprised they haven't given Hosing a call. Probably looking for that specific six-foot-five fucking tree to play beside him. Like, Hosang's going to sit beside Matthews in the locker room with his gold medal and be like, hey, bud, you got one of these? That's what I thought. I'm leaving it right here. <laughs> Oh, Yo, that, we we need Justin Pogge on this team, though, eh? Oh, my God. Uh, if two guys get tested positive for COVID, Pogge's on the bench. <laughs> Just put, like, put that in your mind. If somebody oh tested God. positive on that goalie staff, Justin Pogge's a starting goalie. We'll get the billboards all over Canada again. Let's go. Oh, my God. That's just 2006 all over. Oh, holy shit. I don't want anyone to get COVID or anything, but fuck, I want to see Justin Pogey in the cold metal game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> holy shit, with Eric Stahl as the captain, this is turning back the clocks. There's a lot I of great it. AHL players on this team. <laughs> Jason Demers is a surprise. Like he's, I know he's in the K, but like I'm surprised no other team, based on like needs in the NHL, couldn't use a guy like him on a minimum salary to come in like that yeah especially arizona or seattle i thought the fucking he's i thought the leafs can use someone like him really he's like a hold but more experienced yeah exactly a little better i'm fucking i'm dissing demers he's played in the league for like 10 years like dude i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure here's a funny stat i'm pretty sure eric stall's rookie year was the same year mctavish was born Oh, oh god that's uh <laughs> oh three. <laughs> oh shit. These names yeah, here, holy shit, man. Like Daniel Carr, wasn't he the Montreal prospect a few years back? He wa- yeah, he was, and so was Jordan Wheel. He was a big deal too. Big deal wheel. Adam he was Cracknell. hot shit in the AHL. Cracknell's yeah, he, all he was. NHL fourteen, solid fourth liner, third line guy, bubble player, up and down the lineup, potential three stars. <laughs> three and a half gold there's some hope like even the fact that i get to see david de like that's a name 
from the 2010 Montreal Canadiens, like David DeHarnay. That's the most Montreal Canadiens type last name of all time, DeHarnay. These are all face-off specialists here. That's the positive. <laughs> uh, oh, God. I love Winnix you- on there. <laughs> yeah, nice winger. Yeah, okay, Jordan that guy made me nervous in 14. It's 2022. I can't imagine this guy playing now. I'm so you excited guys, to see him. Do you guys remember, though, he re-signed with us during, like, was it 14, 15 that year? It was like, the, the worst times. <laughs> he came back to play with us, and he played so hard every fucking game. I'm watching the team. I'm like, Parento was leading in scoring, and fucking Komarov's there. Look at Daniel <laughs> Winnick work on the fourth line. I think he's going to be a problem for Team Canada. Well, that's because Mike teams. Babcock was a coach. Good pro. Well, you know. That's Hard what you got to do. Like Jordan oh, Wheel there. It. Has some speed. I don't know how much of it he has now, but he's a guy <laughs> I remember at speed. <laughs> I think Landon, this is going to be a big tournament for him. He's going to get back on some uh, NHL team radars. Maybe Boston can use him if they see uh, his contract. And I think he can be a good depth player uh, in the league going forward. Who's Yo, playing I in the AHL? Oh, yeah. Right, right. I want to ask, ask this question before we, I guess, call it or move on to something else. Owen Power and McTavish, what do you expect from both these guys? Because they flourished at the World Juniors. What do you expect from them here? Fuck. Um, I know they're kids, but, like, I, I guess they have to play a big part. They really do. Them and Stahl and... Shit, we'll see what everyone else does. But, yeah, I assume Owen Power is going to anchor the back end there, hopefully with Brandon Gormley. I'd like to see that. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Owen Power, I think, is going to lead the whole uh, roster and points, whatever amount of games they play. McTavish, I think, might have a bit of a tougher time early on, but I think Power is going to be uh, the player of this team, the MVP of uh, Canada in this Olympics. There's potential here, given the situation. No doubt about it. First overall pick. Buffalo's definitely fucking scared, though. If he gets hit. <laughs> oh, man. They don't, have a lot to lo- they don't have a lot to lose anymore. Goes against a KHL player, does a little dangle, pisses him off, and like, oh, okay. You NHL boy? Okay. Fucking throws an elbow break, in the head. I'm going to break your leg. <laughs> I'm going to Dougie Hamilton your ass. Because, yeah, he's got to be... Uh, He's got to know he's not playing against Russian NHLers that are in the league. He's playing against KHLers. They don't give a fuck if you're in the NHL. They're not going to the NHL. They don't care. So <laughs> they don't give a shit. They dangle around them, and uh, they'll be on the highlight reel for the wrong reasons. Lifetime ban, no problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Holy shit. That's real shit. Tyler Waterspoon, though. That's a name. That's a, that's a solid fourth-line center. Water. A fourth-line D there. Water, Philly, right? Calgary, no, Matt Philly. <laughs> Eric O'Dell. Uh, these guys have all bounced around. These are all grinders. These are all fighters. I like it. We're going to see a lot of fight. It'll be the Leafs in 2014-15. Holy shit. That is horrible. Uh, I think the goalies uh, stand out the most, though. <laughs> Pasquale is, uh, I think, the guy. I think he'll be the starter eventually out of that, those three guys. But Pogi being the emergency, that just adds a whole new level right there. I don't even know where he is. 
Good for Would him. Would you say Alino? He's in the Dell. He's in the Dell League. I think he's in the German? Dell now. Yeah. All right. All right. First or second so, division. Not sure which, so, but. So this guy could potentially World Juniors. I don't know if he has a Spangler Cup, and then could potentially win Olympic gold. Does he have a Memorial Cup? He was hot shit oh back then. Oh my god! Very, very oh. possible. Holy shit! Holy. Yeah, looking at that one. What a fucking career, though. Good for him. I hope he makes his way on this team. Yeah. Oh, he plays in uh, the Dell League. Yep. Plays for Colner Haye. I hope I'm not butchering that, but there's where <laughs> Justin Pogge's playing right now. He's been bounced around a bunch of teams. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams guys been uh, flying around the world 35 years old Jeez, 11 and 5 in 2019 20 had a nice little year 11 and 5 that can't be the whole season oh this was back uh, up yeah this was the uh, covid back year 1920 but uh world junior stats he was 6 and 0 952 save Named uh, CHL goaltender of the year 2006. Solid stuff. WHL legend. 952. Could be adding a gold medal in the Olympics. Hall of Fame worthy career right there. Let's go. <laughs> Sign, so get that petition out there. Pogi's a Hall of Famer. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, the Olympic team. That's uh, hockey. That's Royal Rumble. Uh, anything else you guys want to add there? I think we're good, Holmes. Uh, yeah, I think that's good, man. We're good for today. All righty, Piniello, take us home. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. All right, well, that was episode 163. Covered the Royal Rumble and uh, the fucking Spangler Cup. Now I'm the Canadian Olympic team, but <laughs> yep, that was episode 163. Make sure to follow us on all of our socials and we'll see you guys next week. Boom.